This is a podcast from Rover. The Morning Rumble Catch-Up Podcast. Yul Nam, he's the host of 8 out of 10 Cats, does Countdown. He's performed, he's just actually done two shows in a row, but he's performed 2,500 shows to over 2.5 million people, which oh, wow. is well over double the population of the South Island. <laughs> he loves a heckler, and he's bringing his terribly funny show to New Zealand. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Jimmy Carr. Yeah, yeah Jimmy. <laughs> Welcome. Well, I, I, I can't. I don't think people on the radio can appreciate that was me applauding. Um, <laughs> I, I shouldn't really. It's big-headed. Um, yeah, well, look, I mean, I can't believe the response. We put these tickets on sale going, well, it's a bit optimistic. It's bigger than the last tour. And then we've sold it out and had to add loads of extra shows. So I'm basically, you know, most people kind of come on the radio and they go, oh, I'm coming to New Zealand to do shows. I'm emigrating. I'm there for so long yeah. doing every single town. I'm basically, I now... I live in New Zealand. I'll need some tips. So what do I need to know? Well, for instance, you probably don't need to go to Invercargill. <laughs> but you've done... Like, it's, at the end of, it's literally at the end of the earth, Jimmy. To, to, to Invercargill? No, no, I'm going to... You know why I'm going to Invercargill? Because I don't care where as long as I'm mayor. I'm going to be the mayor of Invercargill. That's, that's the tradition, right? That's amazing. Cause the, no, the... Who was the crazy guy that did that? That's an amazing story. Yeah, well, Tim Shadbolt, yeah. he's actually... I don't think he's running this year because um, he's lost his mind. <laughs> Oh, no, he is running. Oh, he, he is running. He's running. Oh, he's yeah. still running. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're, you're actually... I don't know how, yeah. I don't know how you, can, you can differentiate that from before. But, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a, proper, that's a proper Kiwi character right there. Those are great stories. I'm only going for more of those stories. Yeah, that's you know, awesome. Well, you know, I've been, to, I've been to New Zealand a lot, and yeah. I, I kind of... I'm a big... Like, I'm playing most cities... But this time, I'm not doing Napier, which is a huge disappointment. Because that's one of the most beautiful cities yeah, in the it world. It it's is. incredible. Why aren't you doing it then? Yeah, do you I'm hate- a big fan of... What, why am I not doing it? Yeah, if you love it so much, why, 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 why aren't you doing it? Frankly, yeah, not, not a big enough venue, and I'm quite greedy. <laughs> Great honesty. Especially when I want to be like... Uh, not, this, this tour's... This tool's not for the good of my health. Let's talk about money, gentlemen. <laughs> basically, uh, this is Jacinda should get involved. This is a snatch and grab on your economy. I'm coming in. I'm coming in. I'm taking your money. I'm making yeah. you laugh. I'm leaving. Yeah. I'm basically, I'm basically an international drug dealer. <laughs> the drug I deal in, the drug I deal in is endorphins, right? Yep. You've already got the endorphins on you. I just come, tickle them out, and then I leave with the money. I'm a one-man cartel, is what I am. Jacinda should do something. <laughs> Mate, uh, it's so good. So we've got Jimmy Carr on the phone, the fact that you are coming back. And you have been here many times. There's a question that New Zealanders love asking guests, and that is, what do you? What, what are we like? What are Kiwis mm. like? What do you make of it? Because um, I feel like your love of hecklers, mm. we would be the worst hecklers in the world, New Zealand. Yeah, we we just yell out the lamest insults. Oh, no, you're, you're extraordinarily good at it. I think it's that... It's that weirdest thing where you go, in New Zealand, it's, it's far away, and there's, there's, there's so many differences between New Zealand and Great Britain, but the sense of humour is the one thing that I think matters. And the sense of humour is pretty similar, because it's, it's got that lovely mix of, obviously there's a lot of US influences on mm. all of us, mm. but I think that British sense of humour is something that the, the New Zealand people kind of have uh, an mm. affinity for. And it's, I mean, I say a New Zealand sense of humour, it's all of ours. You know, yeah. I, I think of all the great, New Zealand comics in my sort of generation, like the Concords and uh, Reese Darby and Taika and I mean, they're sort of amazing, funny people, and, and it's all all of a piece. I mean, I'm 
I'm sort of the dark heart of that, but you know, <laughs> it's nice stuff as well. Mate, um, I, lo- I love your dark humour. Yeah. yeah, you know you've spoken about it. Like, what what are you allowed to joke about these days, and and what are you not? Because it's a really interesting topic. That cause... well, I think I think I get away with much more than most people because my comedy is very clearly. Oh, you're just cutting out there, Jimmy. Jimmy, oh, you just cut out then before Jimmy. Oh, am sorry, I cutting out? yeah, no, sorry, you just mate. did you're just then, now. yeah. Well, no, I'm. I'm I'm saying my, uh, well, the other two could hear me, so maybe you shouldn't be a dick about it. Um, the, the, um, I think my jokes are from the head, not from the heart. So I get away with more because people go, well, he doesn't mean it. It's mm. very clearly a joke. And jokes, jokes are kind of like a high wire act, right? You're, you're, there's success or failure. It's binary. You either laugh or you don't. Mm. It's, it's either, you know, if people think I'm funny, they're right. And if people think I'm not funny, they're wrong. You know, it's just you've got to... If it's not for you, it's not for you. I think it's like, uh, there's mild enough available. Yeah. yeah. I love that. I love that. I love that you, you, you push the envelope further than you expect as a viewer to go. Like, I love that about your comedy. Yeah, I've got, I've got a few paper cuts from doing that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that. Now, tell me, can I, I – I guess as a comedian, over the last probably few months now, you've been asked about the Chris Rock-Will Smith interaction. And as a stand-up comedian – has that ever been a concern of yours where somebody maybe just felt uh, too aggrieved mm. in the audience? And apologies if this is the, the thousandth time you've heard this question uh, today. But do no, you. No, no, no. I, I don't mind this question at all. I mean, here's what I think. Yeah. If, if Jada can't take a joke about alopecia, that's hair loss. There <laughs> <laughs> we go. There we go. Uh, Jimmy I've Carr. Got, Jimmy I've Carr. got. I've got. Uh, I mean, I think Will Smith deserves something. I think maybe an Oscar. I think he may be the greatest actor there's ever been because most guys, even Brando, he only acted in movies. Mm. Will Smith has been acting for 30 years like he's a good guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably the one thing that people have I mean, Chris, realized. Chris Rock, Chris Rock, I'll go on record and say Chris Rock is one of the greatest, if not the greatest, of all time. People talk about goats. Chris is genuinely, he's given so much to comedy. He's so fantastic. And for me, comedians and actors, you can't even compare it. I mean, I get it. Actors are beautiful and they're reading other people's lines. Chris is the full package. He's bringing all the entertainment you ever need. He's he's, he's incredible. I I, I don't see it as being any kind of... And the idea of going, listen, it was a home game for Will Smith. But the fact they then applauded him, I mean, the world's gone mad. Mm. The idea that, you know, people go, whose side are you on? (laughs) <laughs> oh well, I don't like offensive jokes. What do you like? Physical violence? That's your thing. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. You nailed it. Craziness, <laughs> craziness. Uh, if you get a chance to see Chris Rock live, see him live, and I, I, I hope he doesn't have to talk about this for too long. Yeah. Because it must be boring for him. He's got so many more interesting, insightful, brilliant things to see. go and watch. Bigger and Black. It's incredible. One of the great specials. We're with Jimmy Carr. He's here next year, January of next year. He's, he's pretty much touring the whole country. Jimmy, you, well, you need billeting with, with people like you're in Invercargill. <laughs> oh, you're not going to Napier. In Invercargill, uh, there's some great people there. You could start someone's house. Yeah, the Taranaki, another spot. They love you. Mm. Where, where, where else am I playing? Where are the other highlights? I've, I've been everywhere before, though, in, in New mm. Zealand. I like it all as well. When you're, when you're coming, especially when you're rolling in for a couple of days and doing two shows in a night, just a fantastic way 
to sort of see the whole of the country. Mm. Well, Jimmy, do you understand the idea of billeting, though? I, I don't know if it's a New Zealand-esque thing or not, but billeting used to always happen at our, on any school trips where you'd go to a different town yeah. and just another family would take you into <laughs> that house and you'd never met that family yeah. and then you'd stay with them. So we're wondering if you'd like to be billeted in yeah. New Zealand. Everywhere you go, you just come to some strangers' houses and, yeah. and, and we think, put you I up. Think I think I think what's happened here, and I... I don't know. I mean, I don't feel like I should be the guy to break this to you, but it sounds like you were kidnapped as a child <laughs> and maybe trafficked. That's, it's what you've described there, is, is kidnapping and trafficking. So, yeah, we got moved to another town. I live with a different family. Yeah, mate. I'm not sure that's a real thing. I think people have normalised it and they've told you that because you're not the brightest. And I don't think you'd be able to cope with it. I'm not, man. God, I'm the dumb good. one. God, you're uh, yeah. <laughs> Another question then oh, from me. It's such a pleasure having you on the phone, and uh, pleasure is the point of my chat. On our podcast and on our show, in the last few weeks, there's been a strange thread of conversation, and the conversation is, Jimmy Carr, when is it appropriate to have a masty at your in-law's house, a one-man party? When is it appropriate or is it not appropriate to do that with yourself while at, at your in-laws? At the at, at the in-laws? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, of, 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 A, of course. I mean, it's, it, you're either doing that or fucking their daughter. I mean, don't <laughs> Well, ask any guy, ask any guy, would you rather I masturbated in your house or fucked your daughter? They'll all go, man, one off the wrist. Great. Have a little bit of respect for your in-laws and have one off the wrist. And, uh, you know, the compromise position is a gob job. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. This is so good. I can't wait till you come oh, here. Jimmy. Oh, oh, Jimmy. Is, uh, you can stay at my house and have yeah. a wank. <laughs> Oh yeah, I'll be I'll be billeted at yours. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Does, does this, what, what, why does the pillow smell of chloroform? Sure. Oh, I don't know how much time we've got left, but Jimmy, um, you are an absolute superstar. We can't wait to see you uh, in this country. You did host a show, a TV show, 100 people who look most like Jimmy Carr. Now, is there anyone that looks a dead ringer like Jimmy Carr? Did you find anyone? Anyone that? Uh, I mean, I'm, I've no idea what show you're talking about. I don't know that much nonsense right there, but, uh, but I, mean, if, I mean, if the money was right, I'd do it. Uh, Roger Federer. Roger Federer is a oh, yeah, There you go. Absolutely. Uh, Jimmy Carr, this has been so good. Uh, we look forward to seeing you in January next year. Can I ask you one last okay. question well, bef before you get here, Jimmy? Um, yeah, sure you can. Another sure, conversation yeah. that we had on the show the other day is – Half of our listeners uh, live in the city and the other half, there's a big rural audience, mm, right? Mm. And we started talking about what you did mm. at school in the rural parts, in the farms. And one of the things that they told us was that they'd have a day at school where you would dress up dead possums <laughs> and the best dressed dead possum would win a prize. And we were like, well, that's this pretty is, weird, man. Um, and I don't really know where I want to go with this question, <laughs> apart from get your observations on the fact that the country you're coming well, I to... Well, I can maybe give you... I think I can give you an exclusive there. I think I'm going to cancel the trip. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe... I think maybe... I mean, you know, I'm sure there'll be refunds available, but it doesn't sound... I mean, listen, I've just rethought the whole thing, guys. I'm going to leave it, I think. It's sort of weird, eh? Sorry, man. Far what out. do you mean, sort of? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I suppose. Well, we uh, yeah, well, you want to. Yeah. 
the guys in the country, yeah, you wanna you wanna dress the possum up before you fuck it, don't you? You don't wanna you don't wanna you don't wanna just fucking fuck a naked possum like a like a rube, like a goddamn rube. Maybe at the in laws. <laughs> Well, okay. Well, hey. Well, you're not you're not coming now, but uh, it's been a great chat. Oh, it's been it's okay, been good, well, man. A pleasure, a pleasure, a pleasure talking to two out of the three of you. <laughs> Honestly, geez, I look forward. I've got, I've, I've got I've got another more important interview. I'm out. Uh, yeah, man. Thank you, Jimmy. Thank you, Jimmy. Thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. Thank you. That was the Morning Rumble Catch Up Podcast. Catch them weekday mornings from six.